Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And got a little quick episode for you tonight. Got the Bills-Jets game, a little instant reaction to that. But I think, Jeff, before we get started... I think the bigger news in the game tonight is the Deshaun Watson injury, torn ACL out for the year. This is a pretty big one, especially people have been using him. It's a top quarterback here. It's been helping all the, you know, it's hopped out Hopkins, Fuller. And what are your quick thoughts on Watson and what this means going forward for everybody involved? I mean, it's another giant hit, right? I mean, Aaron Rodgers was the first one, and you see how it just kind of falls down through the ranks of other players that are very, very, you know, popular to have because they score so many points. But with Watson, especially him being young, uh, and definitely a lot of people got him off the waiver wires, and especially being so close to so many people's trade deadlines, this is just a killer. Because not only are you losing the number one quarterback, this guy's been putting up, you know, monster numbers that you've been, you know, really relying on. But if you have Hopkins or, you know, Will Fuller, like you mentioned, I mean, once again, I, you have to think that they just completely fall out of favor. I mean, you have Tom Savage coming back to play quarterback, and, you know, unless they make a trade or, or go after some veteran quarterback, I, I don't see their numbers recovering anytime soon. So it, it's very difficult to see because Hopkins was the number one wide receiver. You, you have to think that he probably falls out of the top 10, uh, you know, a pretty immediately. And, uh, I mean, it's going to screw with a lot of people's teams. I, I don't see how people can recover that quickly, especially if your trade deadline is already passed. I mean, you're still going to be playing Hopkins every week, but Fuller has gone now. He was going to be a sure start from everybody at this point after what he's done. I think he's he's going to – he might fall beyond the, you know, levels of being a sure starter now. I, I would think – I mean, I think this week probably you might still start him and hope that what he's been doing will continue, but this isn't going to be the same for him. I'm, I'm worried about Fuller mainly. I mean, Hopkins, I think, is still going to be able to do something. He's going to get targets, going to be okay. But when we ranked Hopkins as the number one player this week at wide receiver, that's not going to be the case. But Fuller worries me more than Hopkins here. I just don't see as much potential for Fuller going forward, so I'm really worried. Would you still be starting him, or are you just going to hold off and wait and see what Savage can do for him? Yeah, I mean, if if I had another option, I wouldn't be starting Fuller this week. Um, and, and like you said, you're always going to be starting Hopkins pretty much. There's no way around that. But even he, he's definitely going to have some real down games with with Savage, you know, behind center. But yeah, I, I think you would go a different uh, different way, especially just for this first week, because Tom Savage obviously was not playing that well, and uh, now he's coming off the bench and he's going to be cold. And he hasn't played with Will, Will Fuller this year, I don't believe, because I believe he came back from his injury after the fact. So, I mean, yeah, it, it's kind of a catastrophe if you're relying on those players right now. Yeah, it's just not good all around. And even Lamar Miller, don't even talk, I think that's going to affect Lamar Miller quite a bit because he's actually been, he's moved up our boards a little bit. It's been a much better situation for him with Watson. And I think this could just go right back to him being what he, I mean, he, with a very, you know, pretty much low ceiling kind of player, which he was starting to get out of that and become a player you could actually trust a little bit more. But, yeah, even Lamar Miller, this is going to be tough for him. I'm not excited about him going forward. And we had him both ranked top 10 this week, top 8, I think, even. Yeah, and I agree. And that, I think that's going to be the one that people um, kind of argue about, whether or not his numbers are going to be better or worse. 
And, uh, you know, if you look back in the start of the year, I think that's more what you're going to see. But I think people would argue because he's doing so well that they're probably going to give him more touches, more carries. And that would obviously, you know, relate to more yards. But I, I think it's the inverse. I think he, especially as a running back, needs a good offense around him. And he can, you know, excel in that when he's not the one being keyed on. So I, I'm with you. I think pretty much everyone on this offense takes a giant step back. All right, how about we talk about this Bills-Jets game a little bit here? You know, another exciting game, right? I mean, ah, not, not a, I was a little surprised by this one, actually. And until two late garbage-time touchdowns, this was just a complete blow. It was, was what, 34-7 here? Until four minutes left when Tyrod throws a 26-yard touchdown to Deontay Thompson. Then he runs one in a couple minutes later. But I didn't see this coming from the Jets at all. And... Again, Josh McCown, this wasn't even as good of a game fantasy-wise, but if this is his, this is his low game and he gets 18.9 points, just another solid outing for the Jets. Yeah, and, and he did it by only throwing 20 attempts. And then, let's see here. I'm trying to pull up some numbers here. How about this? Oh, yeah, Robbie Anderson. I was trying to see what he did this week. Four for 48 and a touchdown. Again, another ga- good game for Robbie Anderson. That's what, how many weeks in a row has he just become he's become viable as a fantasy option now? You can keep putting him in your lineups. And yeah, the volume wasn't there as much today, but even without that, he has a, a ten point outing in standard, which is definitely playable. And that's let's see here, it's two straight double digits with the night. He said most of the weeks this year, the last four weeks, he's been pretty playable. Yeah, I mean, he, you know, <laughs> depending on my situation, but yeah, he was definitely you know high on our waiver list. And keep putting up numbers, I'm going to play. And I think my the big thing with him is how much more I feel comfortable playing Josh McCown, which I actually had to um, this week. And once again, another solid outing. And I, I, it just feels like that's going to continue to happen. I mean, even Forte got into the mix today. Um, it, it just it's kind of turning into an offense. You can kind of rely on scoring, uh, you know, a few points. How can you trust though the running game? You don't know for sure who it's going to be week to week. I mean, Powell still looked pretty decent, nine for seventy-four. Yeah, I mean that—that's the crazy part. I mean, McGuire had thirteen carries, Forte had fourteen, and Powell had nine, and McCown had five himself with a touchdown, which is kind of funny. But um, yeah, you don't really know on that one, and I would still probably hold back uh, from playing any one of them. Obviously, Forte jumps off the page this week, but you know I don't know if I would rely on that. But um. Yeah, the big ones are McCown and Anderson for me. Uh, those are two guys that I think you can kind of rely on moving forward. And then not much from Safarian Jenkins, though, today, which was... I wouldn't worry too much about it just for the fact that the tight end position is so weak that he's still a borderline top 10 option every week. You kind of play him if you don't have anybody else. So, yeah, you're going to have some weeks like this, but you don't get the touchdown. But, you know, he's still out there. He's getting catches. He should be. He should be okay. Yeah. And I think the other big, besides for Tyrod, who saved the, you know, saved his fancy week by doing what you were just talking about, the other big story here is LaShawn McCoy, who obviously is the stud running back from Buffalo, who usually does really well. His last week, he, you know, blew up for over 20 points. 2.5 points, 25 rushing yards off 12 attempts, and I don't think one catch today. I mean, what do you make of that? I mean, we've had, there's been a few of these games for McCoy, it seems like, this year, where he's... Sandwich, he has had the, the nothing game, you know, followed by really great games, which and you would think the Jets matchup should be the matchup where he's great. And so I, I do just think this 
team still limits him. Maybe it'll be better with Calvin Benjamin out there. But I don't know. It's a, it's a weird thing where you expect him to be so much better than this every week. And look, look at this. He's had, let's see. Now, this is his third game of 25 yards or less on the season for in rushing. It's kind of, that's not very good. That's three out of eight games. He's had less than 25 yards. But he's been really good on the other weeks. So it's it's a tough play. I mean, obviously, you're always playing Michelle McCoy. You don't worry about whose matchup is. You're playing him every single time. But maybe maybe it's the Jets aren't as a sure thing of an easy matchup as we have been expecting. They're still not a great run defense, but they're not just like, you know, somebody that you can completely run all over every single time. Maybe that's where we have to adjust on that. Yeah, and... <laughs> Actually, the defenses is an interesting aspect to talk about as well, because obviously the Bills were a you know a high kind of waiver pickup as far as defenses go. They've been playing very very well, and then all of a sudden you hit the Jets on Thursday night. It's the first week, at least uh, in a lot of our leagues, that the Bills went negative, and that hasn't happened all year. So you know, I, it's kind of funny to see what New York has been able to do. I mean, they've pulled off a far you know, more successful year than anyone thought they would so far. I, I mean, I, I'm really surprised they did so well today against Buffalo. Yeah, and then what's your Deontay Thompson at the 81 yards and a touchdown? That's his second game. He's had a pretty big number for the Bills. We had the nothing game in between. Problem is you can't trust a player like this. I mean, I guess if you see in one or two more weeks like this, then you maybe you can, but. It's still, is this even is he even a pickup for you at this point? Are you or are you just kind of waiting? yeah? The only reason he's not, I mean, he, very interesting, right? Because he has done uh, very well in a couple of games so far. But you're adding another, you know, big time wide receiver to that crew. I don't know how that's going to shake out. So I, I'm going to stay away from the whole situation, to be honest. Um, but and then the last guy, you know, I just want to shout out. We just had the episode where we talked about the people we were wrong about. And then Zay Jones must have heard us because he comes out with one of his better games, six catches for 53 yards and a touchdown. You know, good for the young guy. Yeah, he finally did something. I mean, maybe it's <laughs> they go trade for another wide receiver and he thinks, oh, shoot, maybe I should step up. <laughs> so, you know, he hadn't had more than three catches in a game until this until today and he gets six. So that's good to see from him that maybe there is something there. Maybe there's some potential. Well, all right. I think that's going to do it. Unless you got anything else. The game wasn't terribly exciting. So not a lot of takeaways. Yeah. Quick, quick down and dirty. But I'll tell you, there's going to be a lot to talk about. There is. I love all the trades. The injury is unfortunate, but they keep us on our toes. So we'll keep you updated on anything we hear. All right. We'll talk to you guys on what Sunday night.